Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. So you've just met a new girl and you're going on a few dates with her and you're really liking her. And now you're trying to work out, is this girl a great catch or not? Actually, the truth probably is, if you've met a girl that you've got a crush on, you probably even aren't even thinking about whether she's a great catch or not. You're just thinking she's a fantastic catch because you like her and she likes you back and evidently she has amazing taste in men, right? But actually, this is something a lot of guys should be considering. And if you'd like to know the three really critical flags you should be looking for to work out if a woman's a great catch, keep watching. I know that it can be really hard when you've got a crush on a girl and you've been lonely for a while and she's cute and she likes you back. It can be so hard to work out, honestly, (laughs) if she is likely to be a good catch for you or not. Because all we want to do, all we want to do is get the validation of getting into a relationship with this new girl that you're interested in. But actually, if you want to avoid complete nightmares down the line in your life, every man should be looking for these three flags with women to work out if she's a good catch or if she's a horrible, horrible match for you. So let's get started. Flag number one. Look at her friends. What are her friends like? What are her relationship with her friends like? This is going to tell you a huge amount about her because it's long been said that we are the product of our five closest friends, the five people we spend the most time with. You know, a lot can be said about a woman by the, by the women or men that she decides to spend her time around. And so if you take the time to talk to her about her friends, to get to know her friends, to meet her friends, you don't need to get to know them in depth, but if you just meet them once or twice, you're likely to learn a huge amount about her that you never would normally. Because when we first meet someone, what we're doing is we're putting our best foot forwards. We're always doing that. And so all you're seeing of her is the shiny veneer that she's putting up which is the, the, the idealized version of who she is. But when you start to look at her friends and everything else we're going to talk about today, you're going to start to really learn about who she is as a woman. And so if you meet her friends and they are all really manipulative and catty when they talk about their boyfriends and they talk about how they interact with other girls and all this kind of stuff, like, oh my God, blah, 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 the kind of go off down that path. That's probably what she's like when you're not around, right? She probably talks about other guys that way. She probably thinks in manipulative terms like that's an okay thing to do to manipulate people and take advantage of people like her friends are doing if you meet her friends and they seem to be really mature and really well put together and supportive emotionally supportive then that's a fantastic sign you know and there's all kinds of variances in between different types of personality friends that you're going to meet um get to know them because odds are she's kind of a mixture of all of those personalities and if you don't like that there's probably a really really big problem that you're not seeing yet Flag number two is a bit of a cliche, I'm sorry, but it's still a very important cliche, and that is, look at her relationship with her father. Actually, don't just look at her relationship with her father, look at her relationship with her parents and her parents' relationship with each other. Now, when I say the word father and when I say the word parents, what I really mean is, look at the most dominant male caregiver she's had in her life, that is her male stereotype that she grew up with, Between the ages of about 6 and 14 is when it's critical. And look at the relationship between the the, the dominant uh, couple 
that she had as a template in her life. So that's probably her parents, might be her mom and a stepdad, but whatever that, whatever that coupling is, that's the important relationship during that age period. Now, the reason you want to find out about this is that largely that's becomes everyone's template for a healthy relationship, whether it's unhealthy or healthy is beside the point. So, you know, if you look at a woman and her parents are, uh, let's, they might still be together, but they're constantly bickering. They're not happy. They, they manipulate each other. They play games. They, 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 there's not really any love in the relationship. They tolerate each other. That's the relationship her parents have with each other. Then that's going to tell you a lot about the template she may well have in relationships. If you look at the relationship which she has with her father and she has a lot of disrespect for her dad, right? She's got no, no love for him, whatever, right? She may, she, that may form a, um, her relationship template with men. If she has a father who is neglectful, right? Who is never around and she's constantly trying to get validation from men, that could be a red flag that she's going to be unreliable in relationships because she's constantly getting a seeking validation from men, not just from you. So there are a lot of things that you can learn about a woman by understanding her relationship with her father and her father's relationship with her mother. And all these things, they, they, they represent the templates that this woman is learning about how to engage or how to have a healthy relationship. Um, so yes, it's a cliche. And this, this is where I need to say something really important. This won't apply every single time. All of these flags are just flags. They're not absolute rules. They're not axioms of dating and women and relationships. They mean that if a woman has a bad relationship with her father, she may have learned and evolved as a young woman to have really healthy relationships with men. That's totally possible. But it's unlikely. It's less likely than the opposite, which is that she hasn't really worked through that yet. The older she is, the more likely she is to have worked through it. In other words, if you meet a 20-year-old girl who's got a lot of daddy issues, odds are she hasn't overcome them. If you meet a woman who's 35 years old, there's a good chance she might have. But you should still look at these flags as being important. Flag number three is by far the most important of all. That is, look at her past relationships. I know that it's often said to be a bit of a taboo to talk about past relationships with a, a potential new partner. But it is super critical because you will learn so much by finding out what her attitude is towards her exes and what her exes were like. Reason being this, if you are talking about relationship parent um, patterns that we get from our parents, we tend to replicate the identical relationship patterns over and over and over again. And we will keep repeating them until we, are, we ourselves change and grow and develop. So if you meet a woman who... Um, constantly seems to, she's like, oh my God, all my exes were assholes. This was terrible. That was terrible. They were dicks, blah, blah, blah. I never want to see them again. You're learning, you're learning a number of things. First of all, you're learning about the fact that odds are part of that problem is her, right? It, it always is. In any relationship that goes horribly wrong, usually there's two people playing tango at that situation. So they're the relationships that she creates. Odds are she's going to create that relationship dynamic with you too. More than that, you're also learning about her attitude towards her exes. So, for example, if you talk to, if I talk to a woman and I talk to her about her exes and she says, you know, I have really had some horrible relationships in the past. I've, I've created situations where I got cheated on. I've created situations where I've been emotionally abused. Um, but it's interesting, you know, I, 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 these, I, I dated really bad men, but I also realized that I really wasn't the right kind of woman to have a healthy relationship either. And I've learned a lot about myself over the years, dot, dot, dot. 
In other words, if she takes responsibility and she looks at her past relationships from a, an emotionally healthy viewpoint, so she can look at them and see that the guys were not nice to her, but she was also really not in a great space, and she can see that she played a role, that is a far less dangerous red flag than if you talk to a woman, she's like, oh my god, all my exes were dicks, and they're assholes, and I was always loving and perfect in the relationships. Shows a very low emotional IQ, um, very low self-awareness, and it shows that she hasn't changed, not one little bit, and that she is almost certainly going to replicate the same process with you. So yeah, talking about exes is is the most telltale sign of what your relationship with her is going to be like. So if you can meet a woman who has healthy, happy, like past relationships, why did you break up with your ex? Yeah, he was a good guy, we get along well, but it just, we didn't click properly as a couple. We wanted different things in our lives, so we had to go our separate ways. Perfect! That's the kind of ideal story that you want to hear about her exes. Um, now, I gotta say here, it's kind of like a bonus fourth tip. All these points I told you about women apply to you as well. So if you look at your past relationships, and you see that you're angry at your exes, and your mindset is, well, I've just dated horrible women in the past, odds are you are playing a 50% role. Yes, I get it. Some of your exes may have been bad choices to date. But the reality is that you have your own shit too. Nine times out of ten in these situations. Because if you think about it, if you had all your stuff together um, and you dated a woman who was a nightmare, you would have left her really early on. You wouldn't have stuck around, right? So I I'm willing to bet that you played a big role in fostering these bad relationships. Now, this is important because you really need to ask yourself, do I need to grow as a human being, as a man, before I get into a new relationship? Or am I just going to myself create exactly the same re relationship pattern, the same toxic stuff that I've created in the past, am I just going to create that again? So that's saying that it can be a really hard um, truth pill to swallow because a lot of guys don't want to consider the role that they've played, especially when they've been badly hurt by their exes. But you'll learn so very much about yourself from thinking along those terms. So yeah, before you get in the relationship, you should be asking that question and working on yourself so you don't ruin this perfectly amazing opportunity if she turns out to be a great catch. Now, the last thing that you really should be considering when you're thinking about dating this, this woman is understanding yourself because the better you know yourself as a man, the better you know your strengths and weaknesses, the healthier relationships you're going to be able to get into. And so one thing that I highly recommend you do is check out our free dating personality test where... I'm going to look at 16 different aspects of your personality and how each of those positively and negatively impact your ability to create healthy relationships with women and what you can do to, to, to work on yourself in those areas. To check out that test right now, it's totally free. Go ahead and click on the link up here. I really recommend you check that out. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.